Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community-driven leaders, conscious humans, heart-centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. So hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. So today I am here with Brittany Gash of Brittany Gash Intuitive Marketing, and um, we met on Instagram. Um, I don't know how I found her her account or if you found my account first, but um, I love the messaging that Brittany puts out with uh, combining her tarot and spirituality with uh, marketing. So I'll let Brittany introduce herself and what she does. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. And I do think, I think that we kind of found each other, but I found you on Instagram and I think I liked a bunch of your posts and stuff. And I was like, I'm getting good vibes from her. And (laughs) I think maybe, maybe hopefully it was just kind of a mutual thing, but yeah, I totally found you and um, just the idea of mindful. And I think at the time you were doing mostly like consulting for social media. And I was like, she is so smart and like, I always feel very calm when I interact with you. So <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. We should say, um, so what's your astrology sign? Because I'm really into that right now. So yes. So my sun sign is Sagittarius. My moon is Taurus. And my Mercury, which I like to throw out, um, is also in Sagittarius. Okay. And my rising is Aries. I can go through my whole chart if you like, because... <laughs> We could just talk about astrology if you want. Yeah, we totally could do that. For, yeah. Yeah. My Mercury's in Taurus. So I feel like we have that, like I communicate directly, which you appreciate, but then I'm a Gemini and the Gemini Sagittarius energy always has a lot of fun. So. Yes. I love that about you. So how did you first get into tarot? Cause I think yeah. that's a big thing for you. Yeah, for sure. It It's kind of something that um, I've always sort of been really interested in, sort of the magical, the, the sort of esoteric and fun things about the world in general. Um, I blame my dad for that. You know, he was really into sci-fi and fantasy and even cartoons with superheroes. So we would all, all be like exposed to the stuff that he was really into. Um, and a lot of that was kind of the fun, the magical parts of just the world. Um, and my very first uh, love, I feel like, is astrology because I think that was the easy, easy accessible stuff. You know, it's in magazines everywhere, so you can easily get your horoscope. <laughs> um, and so I kind of fell in love with astrology. And kind of back when I first got into it, the internet was just kind of sort of a thing. I'm dating myself, but like, I'm I'm an '80s kid, so it wasn't like <laughs> easy to just like find out what your birth chart is and all this other stuff. It was like your sun sign and that's all you are and that's it. Um, But as I began to continue to do more and more of that, um, also around that time, I think in the late 90s, there was uh, this 
phone hotline for tarot reading called the Psychic Friends. <laughs> and I don't know if, if you remember them, but it was always these crazy infomercials where there was this tarot reader who was like, she was from the Caribbean and her name was Miss Cleo. And she would like, the infomercial would be like, someone would be on the phone and they'd be like, thank you so much, Miss Cleo, for I for telling me about my husband or thank you so much, Cleo, Miss Cleo, for finding my things. And she'd be like, it's all in the cards, you know? And I always thought she was so fun and just so silly. Um, and a part of me honestly didn't really take her seriously because she was such a caricature, but I really found the idea of tarot and psychics as a very interesting idea. Um, and so that kind of really piqued my interest. And so um, one day, my friend and I went to Barnes and Noble to get um, just a, I think we just went to look around because we're dorks and we like books. And um, on this big, there was this big display of tarot cards. And I was like, ooh, I should get, I should get, I should get a tarot deck. Um, and I got, I ended up getting a super, it's super cheesy now, but I love it. And that's okay. Uh, the Celtic Dragon Tarot Deck. <laughs> um, and I didn't get the original Rider weight, which I feel like knowing what I know now, I probably would have gone back and just got like the old school one, but I didn't know anything about it. Um, and so I got that deck and I really studied the book and it was, it was a lot of fun. And I would do like readings for my family. And I have to say though, it wasn't something at the time when I got it that um, I took seriously as I do now. I think before it was just like, I'm interested and I'm curious. Um, and so I have, I've had that deck since probably like 2001, 2002. So I've been using that deck for a long time, but, um, I would say after having that deck for maybe, I don't know, six or so years, um, just kind of playing with it and only memorizing what the book said, I finally took an actual tarot class with a real tarot reader and a real person. And it, the class was like a three hour class. It wasn't even like a whole week long thing. It was super quick. And she was amazing because she really showed me how tarot is more than just one, what the book says. I learned what exactly Rider weight tarot deck is and like the history and understanding, a better understanding of the suits, not just the major arcana, which is the easiest to memorize, but also like how to tell the story within the, the tarot cards. Um, and I feel like just me personally, I love gr a great story and to be able to look at the cards and read the story blew my mind. And then I would say probably about four or so years ago, I really began to also explore my own spirituality um, and what it looked like and to dabble into more sort of magical or what someone call, I guess, witchy practices and really to understand like intuition and where that fits. And then I began to really dig deeper into my tarot reading practice. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Biddy Tarot um, because this it's such a great resource if you're trying to learn. Um, I joined the community and I actually began giving free tarot readings through their wonderful platform. You can go in and sign up for free and and I did that and I really learned how to trust my intuition through doing readings for strangers. I think it's hard because when we're doing it for ourselves, we're like, I think this is what it's trying to say to me, but I'm not sure. So there's like a lot of self-doubt. But once once I was able to start by doing readings for others that I didn't know personally, 
um, and just saying, this is the message that I'm getting from this card. I don't understand it, but I'm going to trust it and send it out there. And the feedback was, was positive. So I was like, okay, I can trust myself. So that's a good way for me to build up my, my trust in tarot. And um, pretty much since then, um, I've been hooked and um, it's really been a beautiful tool for growth and I use it in everyday life when I make business decisions, when I, when I, you know, uh, I do weekly and monthly readings for myself um, and I do readings for others too. So, yeah. yeah awesome. My friend um, who's very much into tarot knows it like way, like I know like nothing and she has yeah. her deck that she got many years ago and she won't let other people touch it. it's like her like yeah. special her deck but she said the exact same thing about she learned to trust her intuition more by doing readings like with with friend, like yeah. or random people like it the tarot is like a really great tool for that yeah it is yeah yeah it really is it's it's magical in that way for sure that you have to understand a little bit you have to listen to yourself and just say this is what i this is what i get from it and then leave it up to the other person to say, yeah, that's it. And you're like, oh, okay, I can believe what I think <laughs> or what I feel. Yeah. I was about to ask you, how did you get into marketing? Which I know you've yeah. been for a long time. Yes. Um, I discovered marketing... <laughs> When I was in college, I was actually really big in the arts. So I did a lot of music and, and, and I was in like the drama club and I did theater and, and choir. And so I did a lot of art and music um, and I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do. And so to save money, I decided I'm going to go to a junior college first before going to a four year and kind of figure out my life <laughs> a little bit. Um, and so I did that and I took a bunch of different classes and I really wanted to explore um, communicating because I love to communicate and to write. I really enjoy writing um, and I wanted to figure out like, what is a job that I can do that I can write, but I can also still interact with people and I can be in the arts because I still want to be connected to the arts. I just didn't think that being like a musician uh, was like in the stars for me. <laughs> so, um, I discovered public relations actually, which was a mix of journalism with communicating and marketing. Um, and that's kind of where I got, got first started with marketing was being a publicist. Um, I got my first internship with the LA County Arts Commission and I got to work at their like summer outdoor amphitheater and it was just, it blew my mind because I got to work with a variety of artists and really like crafting language and crafting like promotions and understanding. I learned so much just in that summer that I was like, I'm stuck. Um, and that was mostly PR communications. Um, and then I got my own to make a very long story short, I ended up, um, and I think 2014, I was working as a publicist with another woman, and she decided that she wanted to do something else, and she ended up giving me her clients, um, and so that's kind of how uh, Brittany Gash, the marketing business owner started. It was just kind of like, here you go, and I was like, okay, I guess, I guess I'm a business owner now, <laughs> and um that turned into doing more marketing, not just PR. And so that turned into more marketing, not just PR. And um, I ended up doing advertising more, more social media, and just kind of learning about so many things. I ended up doing event planning and all that stuff. And um, 
that's kind of where it's led me now. Yeah. So what made you want to mix together the tarot and all into your marketing background? Yeah. So as, as I was working with artists, um, I realized that um, there's so many freelance artists, right. And musicians that are just, they just want to put their art out into the world. They just want to create and put their art out. And the more I began to work with them, the more I could see and feel their unease about marketing themselves. Right. Especially with like, say a musician or a painter, there's this idea about being like a sellout. I don't want to be a sellout, you know, like I don't want to have to change myself in order to sell records or I don't want to have to change myself in order to sell my art. And for me, it was always like, no, you don't have to do that. Um, you just have to be authentic in yourself. And, and it really turned into me doing a lot of like coaching and consulting on how artists and creatives can empower themselves and tell their own authentic stories in order to do their own marketing because you go to school for art but and maybe they sprinkle in some business classes but you don't really learn how to do promotions in school if you're going for art and so it started off as just me trying to empower others and with covid I think the main good thing that has come out of COVID-19 for me is the quarantine and the fact that I've been able to just really think about what I want, what, what I need for my life and um, what I really want to do. And so I began to decide, like, I really love using my intuition and I really love doing tarot readings and, um, and I still want to continue to have my own marketing business and I really want to smush those things. <laughs> um, and it really kind of came out of this time of being alone and doing so much meditation and so much like visualization of my goals and what would, what would my ultimate life look like? And it really ended up being this smush of the use of intuition to empower others, um, to really lean into them, their inner voice and their inner selves in order to do their own marketing. So um, that's kind of what led me to the smush of it because what I wanna do is kind of take the ick factor out and I wanna take out the disconnection between people and their business um, and the rest of their life. I mean, we're whole humans and there's always this idea of like work, work life balance and like separating business from pleasure and all these things. And it's so hard for us to do because we're, we're real people, right? You know, to compartmentalize, I don't even know if that's even healthy for us. Um, especially, you know, Western cultures, we work, 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 work. What even is a vacation? So if I can try and help others to do their own marketing and to create strategies that feel good, um, strategies that work in alignment like with someone's spiritual practice or intuitive practice to make them more connected to the work that they do to make them feel more comfortable and empowered, um, then that's where BG Intuitive Marketing came from. Yeah. When we did our session back in September, I have, like, I still have, like, the notes that I, like, refer back to. <laughs> that was definitely, like, a push to have me start this podcast, so I thank you so much for that. Oh, good. You're welcome. And then I remember you said something about trying to not, like, I go with my Taurus and Mercury, and I'm super direct, and then you were, like, talk with your Pisces moon and just talk about how you're feeling, so... Um, I try my best to do that now um, and just like be authentic with it, but it, it's, I still find myself organizing the words and like, yeah, 
but it is it is totally. like an, it was an amazing su- like suggestion from you to to do that and, and a great like um okay. like different perspective like no one's ever like had that unique point of view from it before so mm-hmm Oh, good, good. Yeah, and that's what it's like. Things don't have to be heavy. I mean, easier said than done, especially if we have some earth in our <laughs> chart and we want things to be organized. But um, I, I do think that, like, you know, really identifying the things that um, work and don't work for us is the best way to move forward with anything. So, yeah. So, do you have any like quick like tips that you could just kind of say if anyone's working on a marketing oh, strategy yeah. now that they want to? be more in tune with so totally yeah I mean I think it's really important to when thinking about um creating an intuitive based intuitive driven marketing strategy is one we my my jam my big thing is to blend and build a bridge between the mystical and the logical um, the esoteric and the realistic to really bring those things together and allow yourself to enjoy them together. So um, I'm sure most business owners kind of understand what it takes to market and sell things. But consider when you're making your goals, consider doing some meditation before, consider doing some visualizations before. Um, to help you to want to get in sync with your goals because maybe you think I need this that and the other and then you you do some meditation and some visualizations and maybe some shadow work and some journaling and you figure out wait a minute this may not be the best route for me this not maybe it's not the best decision Um, for those who use divination like using tarot or your pendulum to see like is this the right fit so I think that's really important is to go ahead and feel free to smush those things together I think um, just at the beginning with your goals and then as you're working through your strategy consider um, your chart again your astrological chart so look at mercury mercury is a planet of communication um, what where is your mercury what sign it is in, and what are the characteristics and the traits of those signs I don't think anyone has to be um, a like pro astrologer just for this for the sake just look up that sign get out the trait and say yes I can totally see that I my Mercury for example is in Gemini and I have a variety of different styles of the way I like to communicate and how does that balance with your sun sign for example or your emotions right and work to recognize those in the way that you market yourself and you sell yourself Um, choose different things to do that are really going to fit with your with your sign um I have currently a um, I've put together a quiz because I love quizzes <laughs> um I put together a quiz which kind of helps folks to identify their intuitive style or their intuitive gift we all have a variety of different intuitive gifts but these focus on like the clairs like um so the main four clairvoyant claircognizant clairsentient clairaudient the quiz kind of helps you identify which one is the most dominant and then how you can use that uh, to further help you with your marketing. So for example, if you're clairsentient, that's clair um, feeling, clair emotion, you may want to work on building relationships with others and doing a lot of interaction and communication. And that could look like social media, that could look like live events, that could look like one-on-one coaching. So you can build emotional relationships. Or if you're clairvoyant, maybe you need to start doing YouTube or, or graphic design is your jam. And then those things that maybe are not your strength, um, I like to suggest consider making rituals around the things that you don't enjoy. <laughs> so for example, if you hate 
writing email newsletters, but you know you have to do it. Maybe it's time to consider creating some sort of ritual around that task that just makes you feel ick. Um, it could be a matter of every time before you sit down to do it, maybe you're clearing your space, you're clearing out the negative energy, or you're moving where you work to someplace that makes you feel happy, you know? Maybe that's working on your balcony so you get fresh air and soak up some of that sun energy so you can feel energized to work. Maybe it's pulling out your crystals and surrounding yourself with crystals that are calming or that connect. Maybe it's doing um, maybe like a crown chakra meditation or something like that. Some Something that says, okay, I'm about to do this task. I'm about to do this task and it feels icky. I need to find my balance and my okay with this task in particular. So just little things like that and really smushing those, those concepts and those ideas together to say if you're already doing these in your everyday life if you if you do spell work for example and you're someone that makes one for protection or for grounding why not do one for your business as well you know it's okay if that's how you are and then again it's about being a holistic human and um and i think some people think when they hear intuitive marketing it's just like just go with your gut feeling and just do an advertisement because it feels good. And for me, it's like really take into account your soul and what your soul needs, what your soul wants and letting it drive those marketing strategies that are already solid and true, like social media, like using your analytics, like, you know, um, your scheduling and your automation, all those sort of technical things combine that with you know, your mindful practices, your, your witchy practices and whatever that is, so whether it's prayer or it's, dance, whatever that is, um, smush it together. And I think you'll feel a bit more calm when you're able to tackle these big projects like marketing can be. Yeah. I did the, uh, the Claire quiz that you put out. I, for <laughs> I forget the result I got though. I think I saved it in my email, but it was, it was a mm -hmm. cool quiz to do. And there were some really helpful tips. I think I got, I didn't get clairvoyant. I got Oh, I don't know which one I got, but it, it, <laughs> it was a really helpful quiz. Yes, everyone, I can put that okay. in the, the show notes. And yeah, totally. Can go do that too. And what I what I do with that also is not only do you get your results, but I also want you to see the results of the others as well. So if you do sign up, you'll get an email that'll also link your results as well as the others. And you can really look through and say, well, I know that sometimes I'm clairvoyant. So what does that mean for you sometimes too? I, I want to, to be clear that we're not all one thing. We are all, again, multifaceted humans and not, not just one thing. So you can check those results out as well. What's the one where it's you hear? It's the things you hear. Audience, clear audience. I think I may have gotten that one with the hearing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fun. I'm clear cognizant. So I just thinking and thoughts and strategies and stuff. Okay. So the last question I have for you is uh, how do you explore mindfulness in your day to day life? I think um, when I think of mindfulness, I think of just an awareness. And I think of connection um, and connection on like a, maybe like a soul level. So I really try to um, be mindful of my blessings first, especially right now, because things are hard. So I do um, gratitude practices, whether that is like a prayer of thanks or it's just writing down what I'm thankful for every day in the morning and the evening. I, I, I do that 
just to be aware of like what's happening. Just like, I'm so thankful for that glass of iced tea that I had today because it was refreshing and it healed my body with water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also do um, mindfulness meditations. So just by breathing and, and connecting with my breath mm-hmm. and everyday life. But I really think my the majority of mine is just aware of what's around me I think sometimes it's easy to um disconnect right now especially because like if I'm being at home and watching Netflix so I just try to be aware of what I'm doing and aware of like the things around me and aware of my potential and I feel like that's where like the connection comes in where I'm like connecting to myself and doing like a self-check-in and like okay we're feeling funny but what are we grateful for and so that's that's kind of how I stay mindful yeah so that's all the questions I had for you thank you so much for um doing this podcast episode with me and um you do have your own podcast as well that you just launched do you want to talk about that a bit yes um it's you know, there's a level of vulnerability that comes with podcasting. Um, so first of all, kudos to you for being brave um, to do this, because I think uh, just talking and sharing thoughts and, and feelings and tips is not easy work. And so thank you for that. Um, and yeah, uh, the name of my podcast is Big Intuition. It focuses on intuition, spirituality, and marketing. Uh, and it's all about sort of bridging the mystical with the logical and um right now i have a couple of episodes up third one is on the way and um you can also find me on instagram at bg intuitive marketing uh my website is brittanygash.com and yeah uh i have tarot readings available for those who like it um i'm really about access and being um creating a space for spirituality to be for all of us and for everyone I think especially for people who are new to spirituality they think it's supposed to look a certain way or you're supposed to do a certain way or there's like a recipe on how to do it correctly and it really isn't it's it's open um, and it's accessible to all of us so um, that's how I do everything so when we do say for example an intuitive marketing strategy we talk about strategies that are specific to you your business your needs and the same thing goes with tarot readings so um, I do business readings love readings um, all of the above readings um, and I'm currently also offering pay what you can readings for uh, anyone who needs one just so that access to this beautiful tool um, isn't limited because someone can't for example afford it I don't ever want to offer anything that is unaffordable to, to so. yes yeah <laughs> I'll link all of that in the show notes so everyone can check out your website and your services um, yeah. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed your, um, the first episode. I listened to that last week when I think when it came out, it was everyone should go listen to it. Cause you, it, it is true about what people it, like what's portrayed with spirituality. It's not like, it's like this, un, like this weird unattainable thing that it's, it's like, it's like they live in like a la la land almost. It's not like real life. What, what's it? Right. Like, yeah all love and light and it's like not always like that because we're humans and we have all the emotions so yeah yes 
Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing and I appreciate it. Thank you. You're amazing as well. Um, so thank you and everyone go check out the links in the um, show notes. If you love today's episode, don't forget to share it with a friend or on Instagram and tag us at Be Mindful Studio and at Be Mindful Podcast. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode, don't be afraid to reach out on Instagram and send me a message. I'd love very much to stay in touch with you. Thank you again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.